the Supreme Court decided in May 2023 that unless wetlands have a continuous surface connection to bodies of water, the federal government is no longer able to regulate discharges into those areas. This is a big problem that is affecting our environment. I'm Scarlett Lewis, and in this episode of Charleston's Wetlands, we'll talk about this recent legal decision affecting wetlands and how they're being threatened. A recent Supreme Court decision, Sackett v. United States, has stripped away protections for isolated wetlands. But what makes a wetland isolated? You know, there's some wetlands that have seasonal connections, right, during wet periods, and then there's wetlands that only have connections through groundwater, right? Those are called isolated wetlands. So imagine a wetland that doesn't have any direct physical connection to a nearby creek or river, right? But that water soaks down through the ground, hits the groundwater, and then flows through the groundwater, right, to the nearest creek or river, right? So it's got an underground hydrological connection through groundwater. These are the wetlands that are losing protection due to this decision. But first, Here's a little context on the issue at hand. It all started when an Idaho couple, Michael and Chantel Sackett, wanted to build a house on an empty lot, which they have been trying to build on for over 15 years. To get the lot ready for construction, they filled it with gravel. After a complaint from a neighbor, the EPA, Environmental Protection Agency, got involved and stated the land they were filling with gravel was a protected wetland. Due to the power of the Clean Water Act, they had to remove the gravel and stop construction. However, their lawyers claimed that because there was dry land between the marsh that the Sacketts filled, it was not a protected water of the United States and was not subject to be regulated by the EPA. And there's been a lot of talk lately about the Clean Water Act and its um, and what are what are waters of the United States. Uh, and so that's a very controversial issue mentioned earlier about the Sackett decision, uh, which really narrowly defines what are waters of the United States uh, and does it in a way that isn't based on science, uh, which is problematic when we start looking at, you know, how watersheds, especially here in the low country and wetlands in the low country, work with local waterways. It's, it misunderstands the way, especially here in the low country, that these wetlands work, right? We have very soggy, fast-draining soils that, and very high groundwater tables, meaning if you dig a hole three feet in the ground, right, in some places you're going to start to hit groundwater. And so those, the wetlands, the nearby creeks and rivers, and that groundwater are all part of one system, right, that have a connection. It just doesn't have a direct surface connection. Right. And so, you know, it, the, in my opinion, in Charleston Waterkeeper's opinion, the Sackett decision is either, you know, kind of a willful ignorance of the way that wetlands work, especially here in the low country, or it just grossly misunderstands the science behind wetlands. When these wetlands are filled in, tampered with, or destroyed, it's not like the only thing you're losing is the wetland. We're losing all the vital processes they perform and keeping our environment in check. You can't impact one part of it without damaging other parts of it, right? And so, you know, what we see is some really weak, you know, non-existent state regulations and a stripping away of protections at the federal level. Uh, South Carolina, on the other hand, has no state level protections for wetlands. So if you have a wetland 
you know, on your property that is um, performing vital services, protecting downstream water quality, downstream habitat quality, protecting people's homes and businesses downtown, you know, homes and businesses downstream from flooding, you know, you can fill in that wetland and put a parking lot on top. We need to just stop building on top of these things. We need to stop filling them in, right? We need to have buffers around wetlands, right? So that, you know, stormwater runoff or floodwaters can be uh, buffered or, or cleaned through natural vegetative buffers before they get there. We need to stop building in the cases where we're, some cases we're even building too close to them, right? We should be building further away from them. So we need stronger setbacks. We need better buffer rules. We need better rules that prevent building on them in the first place. Uh, that's a tough, that's a tall order considering how popular Charleston is and considering how um, valuable the land is for development. You know, wetlands are under threat from all of that. As Charleston grows, everything that gets built here impacts a wetland in some way. According to U.S. News and World Report, Charleston is one of the fastest growing places in the U.S. in 2022 to 2023. With more than 30 new residents per day, it is experiencing rapid growth and gaining popularity. This has led to a large amount of development, which is already not good for the environment, but especially bad for wetlands because they are constantly being built upon. Ashley Demosthenes, CEO and president of Low Country Land Trust, speaks on how this development affects wetlands. Development um, pressures up against wetland boundaries um, has, you know, those have a tendency to, um, you know, uh, adversely impact the natural condition of wetlands. Draining and ditching, you know, for uses that um, are, you know, incompatible with the function, natural function of. So yeah, I would say the, the, the primary threats are incompatible development, um, incompatible uh, land uses, habitat fragmentation. But the less we tamper with wetlands, the better because um, they function just perfectly on their own without any alteration whatsoever. These functions not only benefit the environment, but our community to rely on wetland systems to serve, um, you know, not just wildlife, but also human um, communities. So, you know, as these systems are degraded and as they are compromised, either through pollution or through, um, you know, uh, cutting of the natural um, species or the natural vegetation that either buffers them or grows inside of them, um, you know, it, it really, I think, alters the hydrology, which then has other unintended consequences. So it's sort of a trickle down effect, you know, um, and it may not always be obvious to the, um, you know, to the average person what those impacts are. And also, I don't think that those impacts necessarily express themselves immediately. I think that there are long term, there's short term and there's long term effects of the alteration of wetlands. So, you know, they, they exist for a reason. So, um I'll say that, um, you know, there's great examples here in Charleston of neighborhoods in West Ashley that we've seen during uh, hurricane events and with the thousand year flood, we never saw these kinds of water levels um, reach the, you know, um, heights that they did during that thousand year flood. And I think part of it was because th those, wet those wetlands were um, essentially built on top of, so, you know, 
the, the developments were permitted, the wetlands were um, compromised and altered. Um, and for a long time, you know, it was okay, or at least on the surface, okay. Um, but then when these, you know, large storm events come along and this thousand year flood and then other hurricanes, homes were being flooded, um, you know, you're starting to see the resurgence of these natural wetlands that were altered decades ago. So it, it has an impact on our human communities just as much as it does wildlife, um, especially as the climate's warming, um, as our seas are rising, and it's almost like you know the perfect storm where all these things are converging at once. In the next episode of Charleston's Wetlands, we'll dive into the specific organisms that live in wetlands and how the destruction of wetlands can contribute to climate change. Thanks for listening.